You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Hi there, it's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd and welcome along to this podcast. Uh, A busy start to the week, let me tell you. We started off at Formula One and chatted to Guy in Dubai, Paris Norris, who was actually up there on the track. He told us about how exciting the whole atmosphere is ahead of the race. Music was on the menu as well and Irish musician Sean Gavin written a Christmas song all about his hometown of Galway back in Ireland. And uh, we had a good old conversation about Irish music and Christmas as well. And comedy was on the menu with Syrian comedian and internet sensation Amir Maskoon. Enjoy the podcast and don't forget to join me live weekdays from 11 o'clock only on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. Of course, it's all very exciting. The Formula One up there in Abu Dhabi. And, uh, well, the man in Dubai, Paris Norris, uh, rejoins us on the show. Paris, we were just talking about your father, who's come out especially for the Formula One in Abu Dhabi, and he's been following it since 1958, I think you said. Yeah, he was actually going to them in 1958, and um, he's been to quite a few, and uh, he's never been to an Abu Dhabi Formula One. And I think uh, I think he quite likes it. I um, I found it very difficult to get him home last night, because he, uh, <laughs> he just was enjoying the festivities and uh, meeting people, making friends, and uh, he's 84 years old. So Fantastic. Uh, What's his name? Good. Let's give him a shout-out. Uh, it's Michael Norris. Michael Norris. I'm glad you're enjoying the Formula One up there. And, of course, uh, it really gets interesting today. Just paint a picture as to the atmosphere, Paris, up there at the moment. Oh, it's like no other year in Abu Dhabi because... Usually, the race in Abu Dhabi is a celebration of the end of the championship. But today, you've got some real Formula One fans coming to see who's going to win the race because the winner of this, well, whoever wins between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. And uh, if Lewis Hamilton wins it, that will make him the eight-time world champion more than anyone else has ever achieved, more than Michael Schumacher. And um, we might see that today. But I tell you what, if it's a race between who has the most fans, Max Verstappen has an orange army flooding the place. <laughs> really? Busloads bus of people wearing orange shirts with orange army on it. I'm looking out my hotel window right now, yeah. and I'm seeing orange everywhere crossing the roads. Uh, he's really got uh, a lot of backing from uh, from his his support in in Holland and people want to see him take the championship. So it's the Dutch versus um, the English. Uh, It really is going to be exciting. I mean, I I don't remember this happening before. Um, Has it ever happened in in Formula One history, Paris? It has happened, but it it hasn't happened in my lifetime. Um, There's never been such a close duel. Um, They're absolutely equal on points at the moment and we're in the last race. Um, so it's never been this close and um, uh, it's something that happens very rarely Uh, and and tell me about the atmosphere around the track and uh, just you know in general on the island Um, is it very much an upbeat kind of party atmosphere as we look forward to um, you know the race it's it's like nothing I've ever seen before Um, really it's it's uh, Yas Island comes alive during F1 and Everybody's here. There's such a 
uh, a friendly, positive energy as well. You know, everybody's yeah. very welcoming and um, uh, very, you know, it's a great place to meet people. You've got a number of different parties going on. Uh, so, you know, there's the W Hotel right in the middle of the track and, and the Rich List to a big party there. And then you've got all the boats along the marina. And everybody's got their, their separate uh, uh, sort of festivities going on on the boats. And then you've got the concerts. Uh, so uh, there's there's a lot going on. And, and uh, if you've ever been to Yas Island before, it's sort of a little bit unrecognizable at the moment because there's just so many people here. It's really very busy. So, I mean, who are you going to be rooting for um, on the big race later on today? Is You know, are you going with the English? You know, I have to support Lewis Hamilton being yep. a Brit and having having seen him uh, come through the ranks uh, and, and just, you know, uh, establish him, his, himself as such a great driver. I would love to see him take it. I think for the sport, it might be better that Verstappen wins because it will be uh, a win for Red Bull, which um, uh, will we'll, we'll, we'll take Mercedes off the block, which I think uh, would be nice to see. Um, and next year, they start with a, a new, uh, new design of cars. And that would be interesting because Lewis Hamilton will have to come back and fight very hard next year in order to um, mm. in order to establish him, himself. So it could be more interesting if he doesn't win it. But um, I have to support uh, <laughs> have to support him. Yeah, we just had a message come in from Ian, who's obviously a big uh, F1 fan. Um, this particular situation happened back in 1974 uh, with Hunt and Lauder. Uh, so that was the last time, apparently, that that it happened at uh, Paris. Yeah, yeah. So as I said, not quite in my lifetime, but it, it happened in, in you know a long time ago, and um, and I think that's what what makes makes it interesting is is when it gets competitive and close, and you're talking about not just milliseconds, you're talking about one hundredths of a millisecond that's separating, <laughs> really? uh, separating drivers and it's such a high precision event um, uh, it, it really could go any way Paris, um, I'm going to let you go. I know you want to spend time with with your dad and uh, look forward to uh, to the race later on today. Um, what time is it going to be uh, heading off? Uh, I should know the answer to this <laughs> but I think, I think it's at 5 o'clock that, that it starts Fantastic, Paris. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. That's Paris Norris once again, the guy in Dubai up there in Abu Dhabi. Looking forward to all the action on the track at the Formula One. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Dubai I 103.8. Yeah, welcome back into the show. Now, a lot of the musicians um, around town have been really inspired this year and have been putting pen to paper uh, to write some uh, amazing festive Christmas songs for us. We had uh, Big uh, Mikey from the Big Mouth uh, Band on the show uh, just a few days ago. He'd written uh, a real belter of a tune. And we got another one, Sean Gavin, a talented Irish musician. He's written himself a brand new song. It's called Christmas in Galway. And he joins us on the show right now. Sean, how are you? Lloyd, good to hear from you. How are things? Yeah, very, very good. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Now, um, Christmas in Galway is the song that you've come up with. Does that mean you're missing home, maybe? It definitely does. It definitely does. It's, it's, it's a song written about, I suppose, cherishing times that we spent at home with family and friends and, and missing those 
those those times so dearly. Like you know, COVID is obviously uh, the c word. Rather, I don't want, I don't want to mention it. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get rid of that, shall we? Uh, uh, tell me some of your memories of growing up in Galway and uh, Christmas time there. I suppose just having sort of valued family time together with, the, like, I have a younger brother and sister, and they mean they mean the world to me. Like, mm. and my my mother and father obviously as well, and yeah. you know, just opening presents and just uh, having having those special times together. And we have a Christmas ritual then where we all uh, go down to 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 Salt Hill and Black Rock, and we swim down in Galway Bay. Uh, as sometimes we, we'd have a few. Uh, a drink the night before it's, it's, it's a great way to sort of clear the head for the for the christmas dinner ahead so uh it's um yeah th- th- these are sort of like special times the special memories that i would have shared with yeah family and lots of friends back in galway my hometown is it the first time you've actually written a, a, a christmas song it is it is and it's something I, that i it's an itch that i've been uh, you know sort of wanting to scratch for, for, for a long time is get into songwriting and, and especially, you know, folk and, and country Irish music is something that I've, I've grown up with. It's part, part of my heritage and yeah. uh, it's something that I've, I've always wanted to do and it's sort of, hopefully it's, it, it's a bit of a knock-on effect. I have a couple of other uh, songs that I've, that I've written and that I'm, you know, putting more time in the studio with a, with a good friend of mine, Stoyan, who has a recording studio as well, so it's um, it's something that I'm hoping, and hopefully it, this will be the first of many songs I've ever written to be talking <laughs> to you about on the radio line. Yeah, is it going to be number one? That's the big question. I mean, you're up against Ed Sheeran and Elton John. Let's have a listen to it. Hey. Here we go. Christmas in Galway. This Christmas song I'll sing for you is not to make you feel so sad. Instead to think of joyful times and special times we've had Friends have flown from far away and settled overseas But they'll not forget the green grass roots of their own seeds And we'll live today, we'll not think about tomorrow Raise your glass and sing along, it's Christmas after all And we'll live today We'll not think about tomorrow Raise your glass and sing along It's Christmas after all Drinking porter, sharing jokes and stories through the years Waking up on Christmas Day with a belly full of beer Swimming down on Galway Bay to wash away the fear And off we go to midnight mass and fancy Oh, I'm loving that one, Sean. You've really hit the spot with that. Uh, thank you, Julie, for your message. Fantastic. Uh, my father is from Tuam in Galway. Beautiful memories came flooding back. Thank you for the song, Julie okay. Mallon. How about that, Sean? Amazing. It's great to hear the feedback. And it's, it's been so well-received by, I suppose, uh, friends and radio stations across the UAE and indeed Ireland as well. It's been, it's been, it's been great. It's been 
you know, refreshing and, 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 and amazing to hear the feedback from, from, from everyone sharing it on Instagram and yeah. sharing it on the radio stations. It's been brilliant. Uh, overwhelmed by the, by the support, by, uh, by family uh, and friends uh, supporting the songs. So it's, it's been great. And thanks for, uh, thanks, for, thanks for sharing it and giving me the opportunity to have a, have a couple of words with yourself as well. It's, it's, it's great, Sean. I, I believe you play quite a lot of instruments. I mean, is that pretty much you as a one-man band on there? Or have you got other musicians on it? Yeah, I, I do have my uncle on the song as well, Frankie Gavin. Your uncle? I, okay. My uncle, yeah. My uncle, he's... Uh, he'd be, he'd be, I'm not just uh, big and up here, but he'd be, he'd be, he'd be fairly famous in, in Ireland. He, he's a... Uh, He's a bit of a big deal, but he helped me out with some of the production of it. And, yeah. Um, a couple of my friends then laid down keys and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I played the, the, the violin, the, the banjo, the guitar, and that's obviously me singing as well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Julie just messaging in again saying, we did everything in that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's have a few more bars of it. That's Christmas in Galway then. So uh, where are you performing at the moment, Sean? So, yeah, we, we, we were performing at a couple of events and, and weddings across the, the UAE. And obviously the Christmas period, we have a couple of Christmas parties and stuff like that. But mm. if anyone wants to check out the, the song, they can follow me on Instagram. Sean Gav, S-E-A-N-Y-G-A-V. And my Spotify is Sean Gavin, S-E-A-N-G-A-V-I-N. And I play like I play it some Irish bars across uh, Dubai and, and, and the UAE as well. So it's, it's, um, it's a busy time. It's, it's all, all good, though. So things are starting to come back. Yeah, which, which is great. And uh, when do you think you'll get back to, back to Galway? It's probably, probably looking at summertime, to be honest with you. Unfortunately, I, haven't, uh, uh, I won't be going home this Christmas, but I have family uh, looking to, to come over here to the UAE. Which, which, uh, oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, exactly. It's it's nice to have them over. Well, um, Sean Gavin, um, always a pleasure to have you on the show. I remember I interviewed you once, um, you know, talking about your life as a wedding singer and some of the things that you get up to as a wedding singer. I mean, are you still doing that kind of, of work as well? We do. We do. We do quite a lot of um, weddings and stuff like that in the UAE. Absolutely. Yeah, we've a lot of uh, expats and English, uh, Irish, Indian people uh, from all nationalities mm-hmm. uh, that look to book um, to book us for for wedding and uh, events and entertainment. Well, Sean, we wish you all the best for uh, your Christmas and uh, all your family back in Galway. You've certainly made Julie a very happy lady today, bringing back some fantastic memories <laughs> with that uh, song once again, "Christmas in Galway." The sun's gonna shine on everything. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Only on Dubai I 103.8. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. Now, it's a real pleasure to welcome our first guest on the show today. And for the first time in the history of the ceremony, the People's Choice Awards opened up a category dedicated to the Middle East. And the winner is joining us right now on the show. He is the Syrian comedian and internet sensation, Amir Maskoon. How are you, sir? Hi, thank you so much. I'm doing great. How are you? Very, very good. And uh, you must be feeling on top of the world. Tell me how it, how it felt when you won this People's, People's Choice Award. Well, actually, I was really overwhelmed because I was not actually expecting this at all. And as you said, it was the first time in the Arab world. And to be honest, um, it felt amazing. This made me really proud. 
And I was so delighted when they announced the, the, you know, like the result. And it really feels so amazing, actually. I bet it does. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your social media career, how it started. Because I think you started off making comedy sketches. Yes, well, it all started in 2016 because I, um, I was going through actually depression in the period of my life because my family was separated in, you know, like a few places in the world. So um, comedy and social media was actually a bit of escape. Yeah. And I started, you know, like through Instagram, you know, like sharing um, short sketches. And actually, um, step by step, I started sharing YouTube videos and stuff. And it went actually from social media to live performances. Because last month, I had my first stand-up comedy show here in Dubai. And before that, I was I had my stand-up comedy show in Manny Jordan. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that jump from, you know, social media to actually being on the stage in front of people, that must have been quite a nerve-wracking time. I, you know, did you take to it very easily, or, or was it a bit tricky at first? It was hard, actually, because, to be honest, live performing is, you know, like, um, let's say it's so um, exciting, and you really can't, you know, like, do a lot of mistakes, because you have to improvise once you forget the script. Yeah. So um, my first actually time in Jordan was a bit, you know, like uh, I was nervous, but okay. I, I started learning from my mistakes and in Dubai it was quite awesome. Now, um, you've been recognized by the People's Choice Awards. Now, this is alongside some of the biggest names in Hollywood, Kim Kardashian and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, did you actually yeah. have to go to the U.S. to pick up your award? No, actually, because of COVID and, you know, like the pandemic, they just did the term. I was invited, but because of COVID and this situation, we had to do it in Dubai. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it was, it, I mean, I really wanted to go there, but yeah, they did their best to make it, you know, like happen virtually. So, I mean, to get a People's Choice Award, how is this going to change your career now? How is, how is it going to change your life, Amr? Well, actually, it's a huge responsibility because, let's say, because, as I'm, you know, like the first person to get this award in the Arab world, I feel that um, uh, I'm paving this way for other influencers and, let's say, um, other content creators in the region. And we've got a lot of, you know, like amazing content creators and um, talent in the, in the Arab world. So by, you know, like opening this category for them this year, it actually tells others to focus on this region and on this Arab content creator talent. Um, yeah, so uh, tell me, where can we see all of uh, all of your work, and, and where can we follow you, Amir? I'm actually on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, okay, and uh, just with your name, Amir Maskun? Amir Maskun, yes, you say Amir Maskun. And what's next for you? I mean, you've won this award now. Um, you know, what, what are the plans for the remainder of this year and into 2022? Hopefully to have my own Netflix show. Wow, you are aiming high, and I love that. Um, I mean, have you made any inroads? Have you kind of started thinking what type of a show it would be? Um, well, actually, we started having a bit of, you know, like conversation with the Netflix team, but at the moment, it's just, you know, like brainstorming. Yeah. But, well, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed for you that something does happen. I mean, the number of followers you've got, 3.7 million. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think I've got 37. I mean, uh, you know, uh, getting all those followers, I mean, that that is something really special, isn't it, on social media? 
Well, yeah, it's an army, actually. An army. Amur's army. <laughs> that kind of that has a ring to it, and I think that would be a good name for your, uh, for your comedy stand-up show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Amir, thank you so much for joining us and spending some time with us. Congratulations on the People's thank Choice Award. Thank you so Award. much for having me. It was an honor for me. And thank you so much for your words because actually, I, I'm, you know, like still not, I like, can't, you know, like accept the fact that I want it. I'm so overwhelmed. Still processing it, it, yeah? Yeah, still processing it. And what about your family? I mean, are they proud of you for, for this win? Well, when I told them, my brother screamed and my family did not even believe that. Because to be <laughs> honest, even my followers, I used to tell them to vote for me every single day. But, you know, like after one week, I, I tried, you know, like I started to think to my followers, I'm not going to win this, but go and vote for me. Let's hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. And when I announced it, it was awesome. <laughs> Oh, well, congratulations from all the team here at uh, Lunch with Lloyd. Uh, Amir Maskoon there, once again, the recipient of the People's Choice Awards, uh, a brand new category dedicated to the Middle East. Have a fantastic day, Amir, and uh, great to chat with you.